Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. Today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Pretty Analysis 6860 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit and Off My Chest as well, which is titled, Would I be the Arsehole for sending my mother back to Japan earlier than anticipated due to her behavior? I, 24 female, recently got married in late September of this year to my husband, 28 male. Last year, we moved in together when I got engaged. My husband bought a house in the US while my parents live in Japan. My mom has been staying with us since the wedding because it's her first time in our home and she wants us all to fly back together to Japan for winter holidays in November. My mom has always been a very controlling person throughout my life. For some background to explain her personality, she always had high expectations from me. Very hypercritical of my looks, academics, talents. Forced me into ballet as a child, then essentially admonished me for not having the idealistic slender body of a ballerina. I have a narrow upper body but curvier lower body with naturally wide hips. Anatomy which cannot be changed with any diet, but she would still try to starve me because my shape was unbecoming for a ballerina. She would not let me play in the sun or join sports. She would not let me cut my hair. I could not hang out with friends after school. Extra tutoring, extracurriculars, strict routines. If I upset her in any way, she would smack me on my palms of my hands until they were raw. I could have a fever and be at home from school and she would still come into my room and sit on my bed to make me study. Even if I was delirious, I had to stay conscious, participate and provide the right answers. I had a rough upbringing to say the least. Anyway, I've largely addressed most of these things as I've grown up and independent of her. But a few things remain as ongoing struggles. She is incredibly nosy and still tries to critique my life and all of my decisions. My husband is Japanese, Korean and American mix. When she first saw a photo of him, she was swooning. But as soon as I told her his background, she had a problem about his race. She said such horrible things, some of which still echo in my mind today. I have a better relationship with my dad, but my dad is very submissive when it comes to my mum. My husband is the only person who can control my mum. is very assertive and blunt, has an intimidating aura and is unfortunately the only person who can put her in her place. To find a way around this, now my mum waits until he's out of the house to come for me. Ever since she's living here, I feel like prey in my own home. She's been snooping around the house and did a lot of it while we were gone on our honeymoon. We have a detached garage next to the house. My husband uses the main floor garage in upstairs and he converted it into an art studio for me. My mom has gone through my studio and looked through all my journals and sketchbooks. She's gone through our closet, my clothes, my lingerie, personal items, jewelry, and most recently, my special drawer. <laughs> I basically have a drawer in our closet in which I keep all that stuff. We put a lock on it for obvious reasons. She started degrading me about it. I was so upset, I was streaming with tears. 
It was only when I threatened to tell my husband did she admit it. It took her several days, but she eventually found the key. When she does these invasions of privacy, she wouldn't admit to them, but I'll know she has seen something private of mine that she doesn't like because she will not so subtly hint her disapproval. It will show in her behavior, attitude, and general vibe that she's displeased. And then she will poke me over and over again to force me to play a twisted guessing game with her. It is nauseating and painful. I know she's my mum. I will love and take care of her no matter what. She has her good moments too, but her personality is so exhausting. I'm sure my dad is having a great time in Japan, living alone while she's with us here. I feel so guilty about it, but I look forward to having space from her again. I'm counting down the days. When I see other people in their closeness to their mums, I can't relate. I feel really sad about that. That's partly why I think I try so hard to bring my mum close, but her behaviours and judgments always hurt me. I wish I was stronger, but I admit lately I don't have the energy to deal with her. The night she was getting physical after having too much wine, while yelling at me about my decision to take a break from work. Luckily, my husband came home early. I ran and got behind him for cover. She kept trying to reach around him to grab me. She was not listening to his calm voice, so he had to raise his voice on her. And that's when she stopped suddenly and just went to her room. When she acts like that, I feel so anxious. I was holding my partner's shirt in my fist so tightly, I didn't realize my nails were digging into my skin. I left her water, ibuprofen, a small meal at her door. I just know for a day she's going to give me the silent treatment and start refusing to eat. Ugh, I'm so tired. Now, I feel like I always have to say this before we get into my comments because I know it's very, very easy for me to say you know in hindsight reading your story talking behind a microphone not living your experience but after reading so many of these stories and, and talking to various people about their experiences i always ask myself when i'm reading these stories what does this person bring into your life you say she's your mum, she has her good moments but they sound far outweighed by the way she's abusive to you both emotionally and physically and this isn't something new. You you said this has been happening from a younger age when she forced you into ballet and shamed your body and just made you feel like shit in your younger years. And like you said, you had a rough upbringing to say the least. Though you didn't have a great childhood with this person. From what it sounds like in your story, she's still negative about your life to this day. She still snoops through your stuff, your private things. She's been negative about your husband. She just sounds like an absolute awful person but of course you're absolutely not the asshole for getting her out of your house and it's something that you 100% need to do but sweaty may says stop living with your mum and send her back home if she asks why tell her your husband doesn't want her there anymore and tell your husband about everything she did tell him also to stand by your side and tell your mum to leave she won't listen to you but she have no choice but to listen to your husband i have an abusive mum I recently told her everything about how I felt about her. She didn't admit shit. She will always put herself as the victim and tell you that you are ungrateful. But you know what? Fuck her. Honestly, fuck them. Society tends to forgive abusive mums because they are mums. But no one has the right to tell you how to live your life or abuse you, not even your mother. You are married and a grown up now. Send her back to her husband and take your life back. Opie replies to that and says, my mum is very much like yours she'll find a way to become a victim, which is why she will always do things like refusal to eat, let herself become sick even. It's her attempt to get out of the blame and reorientate herself as the person we should be sorry for. 
My husband has given her a final warning for her behavior or else we will send her home. I'm sorry you've had to endure similar things. But he Mays replies to that one and says, I'm sorry for the words I used. I just feel very angry knowing someone is going through this hell. I know how you feel. It's very hard because even if you tell your mum everything and you know you are right, you will always feel very guilty. Because of my mum, I was constantly feeling ashamed and I had no self-esteem. But now you have your husband. He is your new family and he is all that matters now. Protect your relationship with him at all costs and don't let your mother take that away from you. I wish you all the happiness in the world. And to cut in again, it's one of the things that I love about these subreddits. Obviously not the pain someone's going through, not the abuse emotionally and physically or anything like that, absolutely not. But the way people can relate and there's likely there's always someone who's been through something similar and can give a bit of you know, personal advice of what they've been through, how they feeling, you know, expressing it's not easy, talking about the guilt. But Lake According also shares their experience and says, never felt better than after I cut my narcissistic mum out of my life. In the past, I've tried going low contact due to her behavior. I wasn't ready to admit her behavior was abusive. Finally caught her lying to me again and cut contact for a year. When we weren't in contact, she would cry to anyone that would listen that I wouldn't return her calls. Of course, everyone took sympathy because she never told people why I stopped talking to her. She ran into my husband at the store and cried in front of everyone until he agreed to ask me to call her. We were in contact for about six months before I found out she was talking about me behind my back to my brother. Literally everything I told her about my life, she would twist the story and tell my brother some convoluted story about how my life wasn't together. Mind you, I'm 30 with my own house, married, my own business. Overall, I have everything I want and need in life. I didn't get why she wanted me around, but it was always the same cycle. Then I realized it's about the control. Abusive people need to have people around they know they can abuse. I'm not one for conflict, so I wouldn't run to everyone telling what she was doing. That made it easy for her to save face in front of everyone else. Sorry for the long story, it's just hard for me to believe that abusive people will ever stop their abuse. For your own sake, if you don't want to cut contact, cut all contact, I say send her packing to think about what she has done. All future visits should be outlined with boundaries about how she will treat you in your house. Otherwise, she's not allowed back. There should be a short timeline of how long she's allowed to stay as well. Good luck. Opie responds to that and says, thank you so much for sharing your story. It's given me a lot of comfort, actually. I think I am stuck on a hurdle you have now gotten past, where I keep giving my mum chances. Because of the wedding, I opened up my heart to her again and tried to start fresh, but I'm learning a lesson from it now. So I agree with you that some people truly don't change. She has no desire to. I will outline and set firm boundaries for visits moving forward and limit my contact as much as possible with phone calls, texts and stuff. As for this current visit, my husband has given her a warning, stating he has no issue booking her a new plane ticket and sending her home early if she picks another fight with me. She hasn't spoken to me all day, but at least it's quiet. Thank you again for taking the time to share. And there was another thought from Opie in the comments that said, yes, it's unfortunate for everyone. I'm putting up with her living with us for a while because I know it's temporary, as we otherwise live an ocean away, but also because I want to give my poor dad a break from her. A lot of people suggest to cut her out completely, but I can't do that. Maybe it's a cultural thing or maybe just my personality, but I don't have the heart to abandon her. It would bring on a different kind of stress, but I've tried my best to create separation and boundaries. The distance between our homes is a deterrent and I will continue to work on the inner walls within myself, so the impact of her behavior doesn't take root. 
I think I'm just a little more sensitive than usual because of the recent wedding. I let myself become so vulnerable for that and I think she's taken advantage. Thank you so much for your comments. So that's when OP switched to another subreddit and started off by saying my 24 female mother is currently visiting with us. We have a difficult relationship to say the least and I've recently expressed this on Reddit in another post, which we just read. I'm unfortunately back here on this website because I'm at a loss for how to wrap my head around a new situation, which honestly feels like a retaliation or some kind of attempt at asserting control. My husband, 28 male, is currently away for work, leaving just my mother and I in our new house. My mother is visiting from Japan as we recently got married. She's been staying with us. The plan was for us to travel back to Japan together in November. Since she arrived, my mother has been a lot to say the least. She has already received a final warning from my husband. You can see my previous post if you want. My husband told her if her behavior toward me persists, he will have no problem buying her a new plane ticket and sending her home early by herself. Specific to this scenario, she's been criticizing our home in the most unnecessary ways. We purchased our home, brand new, turnkey. We have put a lot of work on top of that as well. My mom, however, takes great satisfaction in finding faults in minuscule details, which she claims is constructive. She's been obsessive with a guest room closet. It is a large walk-in closet as this guest room is actually the main floor master. When we put her up in this room, I had explained to my mother the reason there is shelving on only one side of this closet. It is because we explicitly requested this from the designer during the finishing. We wanted space to neatly store some seasonal items and sports gear. With this simple explanation, I thought the subject had been closed. Yesterday, I came home from a run wearing headphones. I went upstairs to my bathroom. I was about to start my shower, but shut the water off because I kept hearing the strange drilling sound below me. When it wouldn't stop, I wrapped the towel around myself and went downstairs, calling out for my mother, and there was no response. I followed the sound and ran into two men standing around in the small foyer and hall area that connects to that guest room. They stared back half smiling, half dumbfounded. I was so shocked, I just froze. My mum appeared behind me, which gave me another scare. I almost screamed. She said something like, My name, oh my, put some clothes on, stupid girl, in Japanese. I was speechless, crimson, embarrassed, and I got myself out of there. I finished my shower, got dressed, by which time the men had all left. I confronted my mother, without asking me, or my husband, who was conveniently away. She found these random men from online. They're probably not even certified or a real company invited him into our home and had shelves put in. The shelves don't even match by the way. I want to have to remove them and clean up the wall. I feel humiliated and disturbed at what I can only assume is a twisted power move. I have to pay for this service because my mother claims she does not have the money, but also it is your house. She gave access to our home to people from Facebook or something who could have cased the place after she so graciously told them it's just the two of us women currently living here but more often just me, as in her own words, my awful husband is frequently away. I've been having a hard time falling asleep at night because I'm worrying about getting robbed or worse. I live in a secluded area on an acreage surrounded by woods, absolutely surrounded. I can't even see my neighbors. Since my husband had warned her to keep her behavior in check, I feel like it is absolutely fair to send her back to Japan early, but I'm also scared to send her because then I'll be alone. I don't have any siblings, but I have a cousin abroad who thinks I'm being an asshole if I send my mum packing. She's a frail woman and never travels alone. She's also my mother, no matter how horrid she can be. My husband said he will book her a first class ticket with someone to collect her from the plane and escort her, that she will be comfortable. 
He wants me to stand my ground. He assures me I'll be safe. He can monitor the home from our security system, briefed me on some scenarios, things like that. A part of me wants to keep her here so I won't be alone. She and I currently are not speaking to each other. Her decision, ironically. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Opie updates that post and says, I'm booking her flight right now. She is feigning an aura migraine, asking me to take her to ER, which I'm not doing. So now I'm being accused of letting her suffer. We have pain meds at home and there is nothing ER can do for an aura migraine. I'm going to try and take her phone away because she will 100% call her own ambulance. And then there was a little clarification added like in between the posts. I think a commenter must have the comment was deleted now but the commenter must have said about you know how aura migraines can be dangerous or something like that to which opie replied and said i also get migraines with aura and know the signs and symptoms to assess if she needs emergency medical otherwise she has everything she needs as far as medications and relief it's not a control thing on my part i just don't want her to purely out of spite towards me abuse of valuable resources like an ambulance that could be assisting someone who needs the service the commenter must have replied again, but also deleted the comment afterwards, you know, talking about how dangerous it can be, etc. And Opie replied saying, this is true. I understand what you're saying, but it's not that black and white in this particular scenario. I would never withhold medical care from my mum. However, she was not having an actual aura migraine. I was not clear in how I wrote it. I reread it and see how it could be misinterpreted. However, it was more like a statement she suddenly made when I brought up the flight home. You're giving me an aura migraine. Take me to the hospital. I can't listen to this. That sort of response. I told her no. We will follow her treatment plan first, which she has specifically for her migraines. She also had none of the signs and symptoms we've both been taught to recognize, which would warrant emergency medical. Changes to speech is one example. She declined other symptoms too when I asked. She declined her migraine medications as well. She poured herself a glass of wine five minutes later, flipped on the TV at a loud volume and chatted with a friend on the phone in her room. I did not end up taking her phone as she locked me out of her room. My mum has called the police and an ambulance back home under false pretenses many times. While I totally understand where you're coming from, in some cases, intervention is necessary too, within reason, and this felt reasonable to me. Opie continued after that clarification and said, oh my God, I regret letting her back into my life so much. Thank you to everyone for your support. You've given me the push I need to follow through and send her home. This is the first vertebrae I'm gaining in hopes of one day growing a spine. I'll hopefully explore my excessive guilt around this decision in therapy. In the meantime, I try to keep reminding myself I've done the right thing. Someone suggested to Opie about not paying the workers and, you know, just sending her home and 
OP said, fortunately, we have cameras and a security system. It's more just my general sense of unease, knowing that she picked these random people off a of Facebook marketplace. I think I have to pay for the closet because I don't want retaliation or issues with the men who did the work they were hired to do. The money involved in the situation is frustrating, but it's whatever. It's everything else that's breaking my heart. And I feel annoyed at myself for feeling guilty about sending her home. While on the internet, it seems unanimous that I should. My family and friends are telling me to have some patience and stick to our original travel schedule. Two weeks from now. My husband says it's more about the principle of it than the convenience at this point, And he's willing to put in extra money to send her home. That because she broke her promise to him and disregarded his warning in his absence. He wants to execute for that alone. I feel torn. I'm hesitating and emotional about it. I recently lost a grandparent, maternal grandmother, to travel during COVID, so I get scared of something happening to my mum. Then I feel sorry forever. And then there's a bunch of the usual blunt, grower spine comments, and OP says, Thank you for being very blunt with me. I think I need to develop some maturity in this area because clearly I am being quite passive. I am unknowingly making excuses for her to stay instead of following through with the warning my husband laid out for her very clearly. Reading his comments is making me realize that. I am also realizing that I have hid behind my husband while he handles my mother, but what he deserves is for me to stand my own ground too. I need to start exercising my own assertiveness instead of always leaving it to him. Not only does that always make him the bad guy, you're right, it will become so tiresome for him. Someone suggests to OP that you know, you're probably thinking it's not that bad, but then says, you know, it is and get some therapy. And Opie says, you are right. If I hadn't come on here, I would not be able to see it. It is when you all present it back to me that it becomes so painfully crystal. I feel shocked that when I'm left to my own devices and thought processes that I can't see what I see now. So I'm definitely being blindsided and I will seriously consider therapy to undo that. I appreciate your support so, so, so much. Wish I could express better how helpful it has been. Someone suggests to OP that the mum is after something else and OP says she's been hinting at wanting to move in but I've largely ignored this. She keeps saying, when you're expecting, we'll talk about it then. Someone says that she's deliberately put you in danger, what the hell is wrong with her? OP says this is one of her manipulation tactics. She puts me in uncomfortable situations because she knows my embarrassment will overwhelm me. She's been doing that to me my whole life, putting me down to keep me under her control humiliating me in front of men by leading me into that situation when it's likely she 100% heard me calling her name. She stayed quiet as a mouse on purpose. I think a doctor once diagnosed her with borderline personality disorder among some other things like complex PTSD. Instead of exploring her mental health, which I offered to help her navigate, she changed doctors. Opie also adds some information about, you know, the rest of the family catering to the mum. And OP says, it is true that even my dad is very much under her control. One of the reasons I was putting up with her behavior was to give my poor dad some time apart from her too. They flew in together for my wedding and he left on his own. My dad has heart problems. I'm sure her behavior does not help his blood pressure. He had a heart attack a few years ago from stress and, and has several stents in now. The source of the stress is probably my mother. I was sacrificing my sanity a lot because I wanted him to get a well-deserved break. But it's been several weeks now and she's escalating. If I don't act, I might undermine my own husband and I don't want to disrespect him. Thank you for being frank with me. This is very true about my family. They're also very keeping up appearances type. Someone says they probably weren't even real tradesmen and Opie says they absolutely were not. 
It was scary looking random, standing around sipping on beer, which my mum provided to them. Only one guy was working. Three people for what they did was unnecessary. She was offering a bowl of trail mix as if entertaining guests. I'm going to cringe for a long time revisiting that experience in my memories. My husband still doesn't know the part of the scenario where I was in a towel. I wanted to control his rage a little. I will tell him that detail in person. And there was another comment in there about saying why she hasn't gone no contact. And Opie says, I was childishly hoping by moving across the ocean my problems with her would diminish. For a long time I was no contact with her but I opened up communication very recently when I got married. I introduced her to my partner, invited her to my wedding, let her stay with us and tried to start fresh. It was a big mistake and I'm having a rude awakening. Like the phrase, you give someone an inch and they take a mile. I feel like she is trying to manipulate me into accepting her to live with us by making me feel unsafe and incapable in my own home. If not that, then she's just mad at my husband for making a threat and so in his absence, she's pushing me with this absurd power move to see whose side I am on. Two days later, OP gives another update and says my mum's flight was at 2am, direct with no stops. I packed her belongings the night before while she was having her migraine, aka sipping wine and gossiping on the phone. I placed her suitcases in my vehicle. I informed her of my decision in the morning. Leading up to it, I discussed her behavior since the wedding, listing all the incidents and lack of remorse or willingness to respect us in our home. I reminded her of the warning my husband had given her only a few days ago, and that as a result of her actions, I'll be following through with his warning in his absence. She will be going home. She smiled the whole time while I was talking. I asked her, Mom, do you understand? She said she understands that I am hard to translate in English, basically a weakling coward who is blindly carrying out my husband's bidding. She also made a point to be extra cruel by describing my husband as having dirty blood and a few other slurs I won't get into due to the secondhand embarrassment and shame I feel about it. My partner is mixed race, Korean, Japanese and American. Just specifically strong anti-Korean sentiment. It's so stupid. I clarified that this decision is mine. My husband is not here. She gave a rude laugh. I explained her flight information. But see, she said. I don't think it hit her that it was really happening until later that evening when I started to pack the remaining few things, like her essentials and carry-on stuff. She tried to fight with me to undo the packing. She slapped me many times, but I continued. Literally, while she was slapping me, dragged the stuff to the vehicle while the verbal and physical barrage went on. I have a few little scratches from the swipes of her nails. One of them is on my face. She then tried to pull my hair. I have really long hair as I was going up the stairs. I could have fallen backwards, but she didn't get a good grasp. I shouted at her, if she doesn't stop, I will call the police. I don't care anymore. I will embarrass her by slandering her in my personal life by any chance I get. I threatened to discuss her in articles. I've been published here and there for my art, like little spotlight interviews. I dialed 911 on my phone and showed her. She then called me an insufferable bitch and also threw in another slur because somehow that's fitting. But she left me alone after that. I had a friend of my husband come and escort us to the airport. He is a stone-faced ex-seal, but totally a nice guy. Just my mum didn't know that lol. He also drove me back and it helped a lot. When he showed up, things calmed down significantly because my mum behaved in a stranger's presence, smiling curtly and everything. I tried to give her a hug at the airport and she walked away making a vague threat about how her death will be on my conscience. We never hug unless it's for photos anyway, so maybe it was too much. So, she's gone. I have an extremely bad headache today from all the stress and tension that I've built up. 
I'm not going to bother my husband. Clarification, I've kept him informed, just not detailed like my mum hurting me. We'll tell him everything in person because of his temperament and because he has a high stress job. So staying strong, going to do self-care and self-soothing stuff today and try not to feel sick or guilty. It's not even really guilt. It's hard to explain the feelings. I just feel awful. Thanks everyone for the bottom of my heart. I truly would not have been able to do this without the support and encouragement I receive from you. I hope I can, without losing my innate compassion and warmth, continue to grow, mature, heal, and do the right things like standing up for myself, aka not being an asshole to myself. I hope this is a good update. And after that, someone says, way to go. Take a picture of your face so you can remember why you cut her off. And Opie says, this is a good idea and I will do it. And then maybe put it in a folder and hide it in my phone so I didn't have to look at it every day in my gallery. Normally, I just stare at myself in the bathroom mirror for a bit while I cry. And then I wash my face and compose myself. It's so weird, I know, but I've been doing this since I was a kid. It's kind of like acknowledging something bad happened to me. I look at her, me, and confirm my feelings are valid. Like, I see you even if no one else does. It's strangely comforting. Thank you so much. Feel hugged from me too. Someone talks about the hug to Opie that Opie tried to give at the airport and Opie says, I know it's so weird. I was telling someone else here that as well. We actually never hug. I think it was just a sudden impulse that came over me. I felt so guilty and uncomfortable and maybe even relieved she was leaving. I was trying to smooth everything somehow in the final moment so an attempt was made but I know I need to learn to feel secure and comfortable with these decisions. Someone says police report and Obi says, I think if I ever need to, I will just lie and make her feel like I have reported her, but I don't have the heart to do a real report. I'm also too drained and sometimes police interaction itself, even when you're a victim is exhausting. And someone says therapy. Obi says, I will absolutely look into therapy. It is the next step. I'm going to search for a trauma-informed Asian female who will be better able to understand my experiences and family background, generational trauma, etc. As another Redditor kindly suggested to me. Someone talks about low contact and mum xenophobia and Opie says, I will definitely go super low contact for a while and during winter holidays when we briefly see her, we'll be staying in separate accommodation. I'll keep conversations very minimal and short. My dad is supportive and he will understand. I knew my mum was a tiny bit xenophobic because my grandma, her mother, absolutely was. But full extent of it came when my mum realised my husband's background. Sometimes I think it's just a way for her to dislike him. Something that she can easily pick out, as she would have maybe disliked him regardless. He hates his American side too. It's the perfect double whammy for her. My dad used to have some stupid views too, but he changed a lot as I grew older and had talks with him. He's someone who still tries to learn and evolve himself. More information on mum's history and Opie says sadly yes. She was always very controlling and demanding since my childhood. Her mother, my grandmother and her had their issues as well. I don't want the story of my mother to be generalization of Japanese mothers so please if anyone sees this don't read it that way because my mother's behavior is not normal. It's on the extreme. My mother is shaped by her own trauma and mental illness. This is my experience but it does not mean it will be a common one. Someone says if you decide to see her during the holidays, make sure you have a plan. Opie says my husband has taught me some subtle cues and signs I can give him that mean different things. He is really good at reading me, even without them, but I use them when I'm around my mum, and he will respond. I will practice my assertiveness though, so hopefully he will have to take over less. But he's always there like my shadow, and he will step in when necessary. You're right, it's a big decision, 
or make a strategy and plan with my husband when he comes home. Someone talks about telling the husband and OP says, I made a clarification in my post. I should have worded it better. I've kept my husband informed. I just have not given him details like her hitting me, the stairs incident, the fact that I came down in a towel, etc. He was up to date, but I will save the full depth of everything that happened in his absence for when he comes home. I think it's not best to rile him up, especially since I was able to successfully send my mum and she is now home. And one more bit from OP that says, I will definitely accept the hug. Thank you so much for your support and encouragement. The suggestion for help to the airport was another Redditor. You guys helped me a lot. I will absolutely tell my husband in proper detail when he is back. For now, I just gave him a brief update so he knows I'm okay. That my mum got on the plane. Just recently, my dad confirmed she is home now. And there was an absolute ton of comments for this one about how frustrating this was to read and... You know, no contact absolutely has to happen 100%. No visiting during holidays. The abuse is there. Dad is involved with it as well. And the sooner that she realizes, the better. Because he's enabled this. Therefore, he's part of it. Other people bringing up other mental health issues. But now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. Incredibly sad story there. But what do you guys make of this? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.